One and welcome to a special SummerSlam recap edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio, Foxview.com, Anchor, and Facebook Live. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me again this week, as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nubster Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, Trev. How are you? Uh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, we're finally... Uh, over now with SummerSlam. Uh, what did you think of it? I thought it was the best pay-per-view of the year so far. Absolutely. Agree you know, 100%. Uh, very, very close 100%. to the Royal Rumble, but I mean, I think you can flip a coin and, and go for either one as of right now. Yep, absolutely. I mean, even, I mean, I even thought the pre-show match was pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. Um, so, but I mean, you know, there was... Uh, a few surprises. I was surprised that uh, that Oscar. I mean, I knew Oscar was going to win one of the titles. I thought she would have beat. Uh, I, I thought she probably would have beaten Bailey, but why? We all know that. I don't know. I just figured. You know, I, I just figured she would have had a better chance of beating Bailey than she did Sasha. But well, I mean, that's just my opinion. That the whole point that I made was, um, and I I put this on a couple. You know, group posts. Um, what what does WWE gain by putting Asuka on SmackDown? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, you, you're That's leaving. True. You know, no Charlotte Flair, no Ronda Rousey. So what are you leaving on Raw? Uh, no Becky Lynch. I, I mean, truly, what are you leaving on Raw? Just Shayna Baszler and maybe Nia Jax. Oh, that's right. They had Dana yeah. Brooke. I, I mean, you know, the Riot Squad. I, I mean, that, that that's it. You, you need that solid person that can be a champion. Right. And it's um. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I can I can agree, and I can see I can see that point now because right now Oscar is the the main the main female on Monday Night Raw right now. Right. So why not? Yeah. I mean, even before she won the title, why not just have your main person, you know, staying on Raw, letting Bailey do what she has to do on SmackDown, and just right. And, and and they kept saying, okay, you know, like even they mentioned on broadcast last night, Bailey literally had the three hundred and seventeen shaved into the back of her head for having been the SmackDown yeah. champion for three hundred seventeen days. I mean, yeah. you know, once once WWE starts talking about these streaks. You kind of know they're going to continue. Right, absolutely. So, I mean, were you as surprised as I was at the ending of the show? Absolutely. I sat yep. there and said, holy shit, he's back, and he looks jacked. Yeah. He looks amazing. Yeah, I showed you that picture Roman. of him working out, you know, and yep. he is... He did not spend his time sitting around just drinking beer and eating burritos. He was working, no, keeping himself not. in shape. Yep. And the thing that got me is right after that happened, I said, oh, man, don't tell me we're going to go through another Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman segment again. So, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen yeah. a lot of negative flack um, about Roman Reigns being back. And, and it's, I mean, right now it looks to be a different Roman Reigns. Dude, you're a little too close to your camera. How's that? There you go. Um, 
Sorry. You know, now, now, I mean, if he's going to be this, you know, heel slash face where he's going to take on everybody, I mean, you, you saw his shirt. His shirt said destroy everything and leave. I mean, if that's the persona he's going to take on, like he did when he was in the shield, they didn't care whether you were a face or you were a heel. They just beat the crap out of you. I, I think, yep. you know, the worst case scenario is right ratings on SmackDown are better. Right, exactly. So, um, so I guess from what we talked about earlier, DJ was the pay-per-view winner. Yes. Yeah, he had 107. Okay. He had 170 points. I had 165 points. Um, the main reason why I was that close to him is because I got our bonus of. The Fiend pinning Braun Strowman in the ring. Yes. Um, yes, that was a good That's point. the only reason why I was that close. You uh, finished in third at 110 points, and the little nug at 100 points. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a good call, because I was looking at the list, because I wrote down all the stuff on the list, and I said, wow, so Greg got it right, in the ring. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, so, I mean, what, what match, I mean... All the matches were good. If it, I mean, if all the matches weren't good, we wouldn't have gave it such a high rating as we do when we first came on. Well, but, um, I'll say there were two matches that were all right, and then six matches that well, and then I'll say there were four matches that were good, and two matches that were outstanding. Okay, I noticed. We'll get to those in a minute. I noticed. Uh, excuse me. One of your posts said who had the better weekend. Pat McAfee or Dominic Mysterio? Well, who made think, who Andy? made the better debut? The better debut. You know, that's kind of why I put the poll up. And last time I, when I first checked, it was like thirteen votes for um, Pat McAfee and like three for Dominic Mysterio. But when I checked just about ten minutes ago, it was fourteen for Pat McAfee, thirteen for Dominic Mysterio, and one for the Thunderdome. Somebody added their own in there, which is fine. You can do that. You're allowed to. It's not a closed yep. poll. Um, right. But due to the fact that he was a kicker, you know, a punter, no real wrestling experience, I I'm going to say Pat McAfee because Dominic grew up around wrestling. He's got a father right. that he's been training with. So I'm going to give that little tiny edge to Pat McAfee. Absolutely, because I was really impressed with how Pat McAfee um, handled himself in that match. Yeah. Especially yeah. especially when he jumped on that top rope and just balanced himself there and flipped over. Yep. That was, that was an amazing move. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go over some of these matches and uh, let's talk about what we thought how the matches came out. Right, why, don't, um, why don't we just go in order that they were on the card? Okay, we can we can do that. Okay. Well, obviously we the uh, as we had mentioned, um, and I'll pay attention next next pay per view next week as to which show uh, which match trivia predicts to go first because that'll be moved to the pre show. Um, Apollo Cruz defended his U.S. title against MVP. Um, yep. I, I mean. This was one of the ones that I thought was okay. Um, yeah. You know, a C, C plus, you know, type match. Um, it went just over six and a half minutes long. 
nothing unexpected. It was just, you know, Apollo Crews beating MVP. And then him escaping right. the ring before Lashley and Benjamin can attack him after the match was over. Yep, I agree with everything. I mean, I don't, the match was, you know, six, like you said, six, six and a half minutes. I think if it, if it went any longer, it would have kind of, would have probably kind of got a little boring. I think, um, I think MVP's time in the ring should be over with. Well, um, he just signed it. A, he just signed a three-year contract extension. So his oh, okay. time in the ring isn't well, over. Maybe, maybe he'll just be a mouthpiece. Nah, I don't think so. Dude, you're too close again. Okay. You, you keep sitting right in front oh. of your camera, and, and you can only see from your eyes to your chin. Oh, okay. Well, that's my best feature. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I, I think it was a, a decent match. I mean, it was a good match to, to put on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. We'll put it that way. Yep. Yep. So I agree. I agree with, on, on that point with you. Okay. Um, the next match, which was the first match of the pay per view, which both DJ and I predicted correctly, um, it was Bailey defending her SmackDown title against Asuka. Um, this was a good match, in my opinion. Um, upper upper level good match. Um, I would give it about a B plus. Um, you know, it was, it was about, uh, what was it, 11 minutes and 35 seconds long. Um, you know, so it was still about 8 minutes short of your 20-minute threshold and not caring about matches. So there's a couple matches that you didn't care about the ending, but we'll get to those. Yep. Yeah, I am. I, I, oh, here we go again. The high, the high temperature on my phone. Um, yeah, I agree. Well, where, where um, do you have your phone? Is it sitting in the sun? Is it sitting on your computer? Well, it was leaning against my computer screen. So, I thought you had a kick. Uh, I thought you had a kickstand on your phone. I do, but if I do it, the phone's gonna go sideways. Let's say just a second. Um, try it this way. Hold on, folks. Yeah, trib and, yeah, trib and technology device. do not mix. Right. Rotate your device. You can't turn. You can't turn your phone while live. Okay. Well, right now we're seeing your keyboard and your computer yeah, screen. Oh, okay. Yes, I know. Hold on. I got to get it back to my my camera thing here. Just give me a minute. Eleven and a half minutes. Yeah. It didn't go twenty minutes. I'm saying you. Good thing it didn't go that long because you don't care about matches that go longer than twenty minutes. That's what you said yesterday. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of true. But I thought it was a good match. I gave it a B. Okay. A solid B on that. All right. Um, 
The next match, in my opinion, was the other okay match, and it was the Street Profits winning their tag match um, against Garza and Andrade. Um, I think you were the only one that picked Garza and Andrade. Yeah, you picked Andrade yeah. to pin uh, Pord. Um, me, Joe, and DJ all picked the Street Profits to win. Um, once again, I, I gave this one like a C+. Um, it was it was an okay match. I mean, it was nothing great, nothing outstanding. Um, the best part of the match right. to me was when Kevin Owens said he was going to have the KO show tonight with Aleister Black being on his show on Monday Night Raw. And that had nothing yeah. to do with the match. Right. And uh, speaking of Monday Night Raw tonight, I understand that Keith Lee is going to be making an, is well, be well, let's finish our SummerSlam recap and then we can yeah. get to that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I would give that match probably a C, maybe a borderline C minus. You know, okay. I mean, I, I kind of looked at the outcome. Even though I did pick Andrade and Garza, I kind of, you know, as I saw the match progressing and going on, it's like, yeah, I think the Street Profits are going to take this one. Yeah, and it, in me, in my eyes, I mean, not that it was a bad match, but this was the quote unquote worst match of the pay per view. Right, um, yeah, I agree. I uh, agree. So then the next match was, um, I was almost going to say Mandy Moore, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville, and a no disqualification, loser leaves WWE match. Um, and I think we all saw the writing in the wall when it was changed from a hair versus hair match to a, uh, you know, loser leaves WWE match. I think we all knew, we all got this match right exactly. Um, the match itself did go just over 10 minutes long. Um, but, you know, Sonya Deville wishes a fond farewell to the WWE. Yes, and I thought this was a, I thought this was a good match. I mean, throughout the entire match, it could have went either way. Yes, yes. And, you know, Mandy Rose surprised me with, you know, she still has, her, her wrestling skills have gotten a lot better. Um, yeah, the one thing but, she struggles with is, is selling. Um, you know, there are some spots early in the match that, you know, Sonya hit her and she just, like, it didn't affect her at all. Yep. Yeah, and it's going to I mean, be weird not seeing Sonya Deville around, but, you know, that, that was, you can see the handwriting on the wall after the issues, I think, that she had in her personal life, wanting to take care of all that stuff and everything. So it's probably time for her to... Move on, because you know sometimes well, she's, not, she's she's not moving on. She's not moving on. She's still in her contract with WWE. She's just going to take some time away. She'll be back. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't right. be surprised if she didn't just take the rest of the year off and, and was a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. Right. That's what I was just about to say. I mean, you know, sometimes WWE has a tendency of having these loser leave WWE matches, and then the person that leaves come back like six months later. Right. So, yeah, but I gave I gave that match a, a B. Yeah, yep. Yep, it was definitely a good yeah. match. Um, yes, it was. The, the next match... Um, where am I? Oh, there I am. Um, after, well, I mean, I guess there was 2 minutes and 35 seconds of this match that you didn't care about because it went 22 minutes and 35 seconds. Um, and that's <laughs> Seth Rollins taking on Dominic... Uh, Mysterio, 
Um, as you mentioned, I put a poll up on Facebook um, asking people's opinions as to who had a better debut. Um, and I was very, very impressed um, with the performance that Dominic put on in that ring. Right, I, and, and I agree. But I think there was too much drama, so to speak. I mean, you know, with Ray, with Ray going out there and, you know, being in the sun's corner, that, that was a good thing. But then when the mother came out... Well, I mean, right, if you didn't know that that was going to happen as soon as you saw her in the locker room with them, I, I don't I don't know what, what you were thinking because you knew that there was going to be at some point, I assumed there was going to be at some point she was going to come out and plead with Ray and then Ray was going to go into the ring, um, which he never did. He never did. He got, yeah. you know, you know, attacked yeah. outside the ring. I thought Dominic had a good showing for somebody who was his first match in the WWE. Yep. I mean, he he get a little more ring time and a lot more workout time, and I think he can make some noise in the WWE. Yeah, yeah, possibly, quite possibly. I I gave that match uh, a very high C plus. This borderline. This was like I said. There were two matches that were good. There were two four matches that were. Um, sorry, there were two matches that were okay. There were four matches that were good, and then there were two excellent matches. This was one of my two excellent matches. Um, I, I gave this one an A minus. Alrighty. Um, the next match we're going to talk about was Asuka defeating Sasha Banks to win the Raw Women's Title. Um, this one went exactly ten seconds shorter than. Um, Bailey and Oscar. This one went 11 minutes and 25 seconds. Um, so, I mean, if you put both matches together, you didn't care about the last two and a half minutes of this match, or at least not seeing Oscar for the last two and a half minutes. Um, but this one, I, I, I rated just, um, just above the Bailey Sasha match, uh, the Bailey Oscar match. And it was realistically because of one move that, that put it over the top. And it was that sunset flip powerbomb that Sasha gave Asuka where she thudded her head on the outside apron. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was count out right there. Yep. I thought she was just down for the count. Too. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, you watched SummerSlam last night? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I would give that, I gave that match a very high B+. Plus. Yeah, yep, exactly. A minus to B plus type is what I gave that match. Okay. A lot of action, a lot of sitting at the end of your seat going, oh, I thought she was going to get her there. Yeah, like, like if you're giving a number grade, I would have given the, you know, Bailey Oscar match in 87, this one in 88. You know, they were that close, but this one was just a little bit better. Plus, the fact that I predicted both matches correctly made it even that much better. Okay, on to the match that I think we all thought was going to close the show. Um, Drew McIntyre defeated Randy Orton. Um, kudos to you for being the only one to pick Drew. Um, we all picked Orton by pin. Um... You know, this one went just over 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes and 35 seconds. Did not seem that long at all. 
Um, Trib, I can only see your nose down. Uh oh, now you froze. Trib, you still there? Um, I think we lost trivia. Let me see what's going on here. His videos froze. I hear no sound. Let me see. His phone may have overheated. Um, oh, oh, I see the top of his head, and that's it. It's gone. <laughs> All right, well, for those of you that are on Anchor, um, still listening to the show, um, we're going to pause for a moment, see if we can get this straightened out. We'll be back in a moment. Okay, for those of you listening to Anchor, we are back. Um, just waiting for Triv. I guess he had to go to the other room to get his phone, or to get a fan to help, maybe help cool his phone off. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, I apologize to everybody out there who was watching or just having some phone issues, and we were talking... Uh, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre. Yes. Yep. Yes. And I mean, to me, this was the best match on the card. Yep, and I agree. It should have been the last one. Well, I don't know why. I mean, you know, well, Trib, you got to sit further away from your phone. You, you you keep sitting forward like this. You know. I'm trying to get comfortable. I'm sitting on a wooden chair. You know. <laughs> but. Oh. Uh, yeah, but I think it was uh, I think it was a good match. I think towards the end, it got um, it kind of got you know where Drew McIntyre like dominated the match. He was just tossing Randy Orton around like it was nothing. Yep. So, yep. but I think um, I think it was a really good match. I was like I said, I was surprised it was the uh, it was the end. I gave it an A. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after seeing, and we'll, we'll get to that next match next, but after seeing the way the next match ended, you have to understand why that was the last match and this one wasn't. Right. You know, it would it would not have been the same if you know in the middle of the in the middle of the show, Roman Reigns did what he did. It, it only worked as well as it worked because it ended the show. Right. So. Yeah, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely go with uh, an A on that match. Yes, and, and then the last match of the of the card was the Fiend winning um, his Universal Title back from Braun Strowman, um, and it, I don't know. This was, I mean, it was borderline good. Okay for me, um, the match up was only twelve minutes long. There was not, a, you know, it was a false count anywhere match. They were out of the ring for, I mean, if they were out of the ring total for four minutes, they were lucky. Maybe. Right. Um, and, you know, the Fiend wound up winning. Um, and then the ending of the show um, was an A+. Plus, um, with... Trib's left boob being in front of the camera. What's that? Oh, nothing. You were just... You don't sit still. <laughs> well, I had to go turn the fan up to make it more cooler. Okay. 
Well, right. I just want to make sure, you know, my phone's not going to explode, so I just leaned over to turn the fan up another notch so it would make it cooler. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, like, you're right. Yeah, they were outside a total of about, about four minutes out of the ring, and it was an okay match. I gave that one maybe a C to a C-. minus. Well, I would have gone C, C+. Plus. Um, but once again, like I said, the, the way the match... You know, the extracurricular stuff after the match was an A+. Plus, you know? Yep. Oh, absolutely. He beat... I mean, when Roman Reigns came out, he beat the hell out of those guys. Yep. And, yep. Oh, for some reason, he just looked... He just looks... I mean, I understand he was out for a while. He wanted to stay safe, which was a good thing. And he's glad he did because was glad to see him back. But he just looked so different. He just had that look in his eye like... Like the old Shield days. Yeah, like he was pissed off at the world. Right. Yep. And now, I mean, it was a thing where I was actually sitting there after I saw it last night and I turned the pay-per-view off and it's like, wow, are we going to see Roman and the Fiend next week at the pay-per-view payback or? We'll have to see what happens on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the WWE is going to do and how they're going to and how they're going to redo uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah. But overall, I gave the card a. Mm, I would have to say, if it was a number grade, I would probably go between. What did I have? Eighty-five to ninety. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say yep. somewhere in between 80, 88, 87, 88, somewhere in that area. Yeah, like I said, I think, you know, it's borderline with the Royal Rumble as to the best pay-per-view of the year so far. Yep. And now next, uh, and, and you know, next week we have pay, we have payback, and uh, the only thing we know is, oh, Jesus, here we go again. And now the only thing we know is the Tag Team Championship. Bailey and Sasha. Against someone. Are, are going to be. Huh? Against someone. We don't know who yet. Yeah. Well, we understand. From what I understand, it's that ever popular TBD to be determined. Yep. So, I mean, do you think they'll put a, a regular tag team together, or do you think they'll just throw two people together and put nah. them in a match? I don't for think. The title? I I don't know. At this point, I don't know. Um, I would think it would be an already established tag team, um, but. Once again, you never know. I right. mean, so, um, I mean, and, you know, they've got a week. They they could do a fatal four way. Take one from Raw, one from NXT, and one from SmackDown, and make it a fatal four way elimination match. Who knows? Yep, because you got a week to throw it together. So yep, and that's probably, and that's probably what they'll end up doing is throwing this pay per view together because you only got a week to go. And. You know, I mean, well, it, it, the, 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 exactly. The pay-per-view is called Payback. So I, I would imagine we're going to see some rematches from SummerSlam. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw uh, Dominic against Rollins again or if we see... Nah. I don't think we'll see that one again. Probably see Sasha, Asuka... No, you won't, just because it's to be a tag 
You're not gonna assassinate. Yep. Probably the street profits against uh, Garza. Yep. And Andrade. We can see that. Yep, I could see that happening. I could see, well, maybe not MVP, but maybe Bobby Lashley or Shelton Benjamin against Paula Cruz. Um, yep. I could Jeff Hardy against AJ Styles. Yep. You know. I could definitely see that one happening. Yeah. Yep. And while we're on Facebook Live right now, and, you know, we're just finishing up with the uh, SummerSlam prediction show, I want to let everybody know that the top button. The prediction show? I mean, the, um, the SummerSlam recap. Excuse me. Every time I talk about the pay-per-view, I, I add prediction show to it because it's always a prediction show after, it's always a prediction show after the word pay-per-view. See, because like next week we're doing the payback prediction show, which is the pay-per-view. And, but now that we finished with the recap of SummerSlam, I would like to let all the wrestling fans out there know, as well as the followers of the Top Rope Report, that Sunday... September 6th, the Top Rope Report will be having on, as our special guest, live on the phone with us, former WWE wrestler Duke the Dumpster Drossy will be joining us on the Top Rope Report, so you definitely want to tune in. He will be coming on after our favorite part of the show, Nuggies News. So around 1030, we're going to have him on joining us. And um, there's a Autograph signing coming up on October 3rd in um, Southington, which I mentioned, I was going to mention to Greg. One of his favorites is going to be there. He used to talk about a tag team called Bozo and Big Ass. Well, it's not going to be Big Ass, it's just going to be Bozo. Enzo Amore will be uh, there along with Lil Guido. I don't know if Greg remembers Lil Guido yep. Nunzio from the FBI. Yep. So they're going to be so you definitely want to, some people out there who follow wrestling will probably want to go to that. But, I mean, what did you think? It was, I thought it was the first pay-per-view I saw. It wasn't Thunderdome, which made it more interesting. But with the virtual fan, I mean, it was actually, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm starting to get, I don't know, it's going to take a little while for me to get used to it. Um... I'm still trying to figure out if the crowd noise is genuine from the virtual fans or if it's still piped in. Um, a lot of the oohs and the ahs were too coordinated for me. Um, yeah. You know, That's what I think, too. So, well, we'll see. Well, I mean, it, didn't, it didn't look too bad. Um, so, yeah, so next week's payback is going to be the same thing. The Amway Center, correct? Yep. Yep, everything yep, that WWE, right now, from what I'm read, everything that WWE does now for Raw and SmackDown, not not NXT, is from the Amway Center in the Thunderdome. Okay. Until October 30th. Okay. So, yeah, but it's, uh, you know, and I, I sat last night after the pay-per-view and I said, you know, Every week, for like three or four weeks, I can remember, on both shows, Retribution shows up. Yep. When I give as my surprise, as my unadvertised surprise in a pay-per-view, they don't show up. Nope. <laughs> and 
it's like, you know, it's, instead of instead of showing up on a big event like a pay-per-view and SummerSlam, one of the big four, yep. they don't show up. And, and really, none of us got our bonus picks right. No. So, but then I was talking to DJ last night, and I told him, I said, you know, this is before I, I talked to you this morning. I said, you know, I said, I think I might have a chance at this. I said, because I, the last two matches... I was the other one to pick Braun, and I was the only one to pick Drew McIntyre. But Braun didn't win. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. This was before everything, when I was talking to DJ. And it was like, well, I didn't realize that, you know, I was that far behind. And the Drew McIntyre match, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't know if they're going to have Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton again next week. For for payback I don't know who they'll put him against or even if they're going to have him on the on the payback show uh, the payback he, yeah he, he's a fighting champion um, he'll be on it so yeah so it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting and to my knowledge this is the first time that I believe we've ever done back to back pay-per-views pay-per-view prediction shows um, I I want to say that there was another time. I don't remember what it was though. Um, it may have been like a pay per view, and and once again, I mean I I gotta stand corrected here. Um, payback isn't a pay per view; it's a network special. So like, if you have a cable provider, you can't spend forty nine ninety nine to watch it. You can only watch it on the network. Right. And I want to say that there was a time when we did a pay-per-view prediction show and then the following week they had a network special. And I think they only showed like an hour or so of it. I, remember that vaguely? Or am I just... You know, they only showed like two matches. There was like a 12-match card, but they only showed like two matches. And we, we did like the whole yeah. predictions for everything and... We decided not even to count it as a score because they only showed two matches. Right, I remember that. Yeah. Because the, we were sitting there scratching on what's going on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so well, we'll, I mean, overall, like I, overall, I put it between an 85 and a 90. I, I enjoyed the pay-per-view. I actually stayed awake for the whole thing, second pay-per-view in a row. Well, it's because uh, they're ending in like quarter after 10, not quarter after 11, so... Yeah. Yeah. And so, then, uh, I mean, I, when they were doing the, uh, the pre-show, were you surprised Renee, Renee Young made the announcement that it was her last show? And nope. Not surprised at all because she quit. She was leaving and they oh, asked okay. her if she could work SummerSlam weekend. So I will, I mean, I wouldn't say 100% guarantee but I'd say I'm 99% sure that she said, okay, I'll do it, only if I can say goodbye to the fans. Which is what she did. Okay. I, can, I, I, I can see that. Surprised to see Shayna come out last night during the, during the pay-per-view pre-show. And, and saying that the only match she's really interested in is Asuka and Sasha. Right, because she's on Raw, and she just, wants to fight the Raw champion. Right. I just think that, I don't know, maybe it's me, but I think she's lost 
quite a bit of the luster in her character since she joined uh, the main roster. She doesn't seem so, um, not dominant, but she, you know how people have that presence about them when you first see them? You're like, whoa, you know, this is amazing. I don't get that from her now. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me. I think it is. I mean, when she first came out, she attacked Becky Lynch, and she had that face-to-face -face confrontation with Becky. And, you know, it's like, wow, this is, I'm looking at it like, wow, this is amazing. This one's going to rip right, and she did rip right through the Elimination Chamber for the women. But during that time, it's like, wow, this is, this is going to be the future of Monday Night Raw in the women's division. Now I don't see I don't see that with her now. Maybe it's because I haven't we haven't seen her wrestle on TV a while. I mean, she's only been on what maybe two or three times. Yeah, about that. I think if we see her every week, it might I might get that aura back about her saying, "Oh shit, you know she's here." You know, it's the same thing with Nia. You know, when Nia Jax is there, it's like, "Oh man, Nia Jax here." You know. The announcers are like, oh my God, Nia Jackson. Oh my God, it's Shayna Baszler. I don't get that from them now. So, but it was funny. One of the funny things last night was trying to see Mandy Rose do the Caterpillar. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that was, it was stupid. stupid it, was, it was funny. No, I don't think it was funny. I think it was and stupid. Uh, and one of the things I like about what you said during the prediction show was, you know, yesterday, last night after Roman came out would have been a good time for Cashin. I mean, because the Fiend was, he was hurt. Yeah. And I don't see, yep, and I don't see uh, Otis cashing that in anytime soon. No, not now. Now. So... Uh, anything on tonight's card for Raw? I mean, have you seen anything? I know they're going to talk about SummerSlam, but... Well, I mean, other, I mean, the only thing that, that's been, that I've seen that's advertised is that Keith Lee um, is now a member... Well, I don't know if he's a member of Monday Night Raw, but he'll be on Raw tonight. And then Aleister Black um, is advertised as being on the Kevin Owens show. Yeah. And then when I saw Kevin Owens come out last night, when they had the KO on the... The Titantron, it's like, wow, what did they do, add a match? That was my first thought when I heard that. Yeah, and walking over to the table, it's like, okay, he's just announcing. Yeah, he had his Street Profits t-shirt on and a red tie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, but I mean, your overall take on the pay-per-view, I got it. Uh, well, I mean, I can repeat it again. I think it was the best pay-per-view of the year. No. Yep. And I, I believe... I believe so as well. So... But yeah, next week, like I said, next week is going to be payback. Yep. Hopefully... Hopefully it'll be a good show. I don't know. Well, like I said, we don't know anything about the card yet. Just the women's tag team title match, and we don't know who they're facing. Right. So, I mean, I, I think I think it's it's unfortunately it's it's a boat that's dead in the water. Um, it's just you know I mean 
it's it's a pay-per-view that it's kind of like the pay-per-view just for WrestleMania. I mean, this is just a it'll be a pay-per-view right after, you know, SummerSlam. It's not going to be able to reach the expectations of SummerSlam. So I think it's going to be a disappointment no matter what it is. There, it, nothing's listed. That September was the September was the open date where they're supposed to be going back to Saudi Arabia, and I don't think they're going to Saudi Arabia because of all the travel restrictions. Right. Oh, okay. So maybe the WWE will throw in another one of these. Uh, what did you call it? Not a pay per view, but. Uh... No, they'll they'll have a pay per view in September. It'll be at the Amway Center. Oh, okay. So they'll just they'll they'll put one together and have it in and then October will be one November. Yeah, okay. So we got uh, we got a few more pay per views left to go. November will be the Survivor Series. Right. Which will be the last of the big four. Yep. So. So, any, anything else before we close out our SummerSlam preview show? No, not for me. Alrighty, well, it was uh, a great idea to do yeah. this today. I mean, yeah. it's a good thing I had the day off work today. So, it's like, alright, cool, we'll talk about SummerSlam. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got you got it on there. I keep forgetting. So, uh, so like I said, don't forget September sixth, ten thirty a.m. What? I I don't know what you said. Ten thirty a.m. Duke the Dumpster Josie will be joining us live on the Top Rope Report. You definitely want to check that out. It's going to be a good interview, good show. And got to hear what the dumpster has to say and how he got that name, the dumpster. So uh, we'll definitely check it out. So on behalf of the Nugster Greg, want to thank you for joining us. This is Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying, have a good day and we'll see you Sunday. Okay, and for those of you that have joined us on Anchor, we want to thank you once again for tuning in. Um, it'll be up on Spotify shortly. Have a great day.